the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. yippee Mother Friday it is. George Brockler on the George Show 710 KNUS. You've done it, folks. You've made it through the second full week of January. Hard to imagine. Uh, but we are on the doorstep of another glorious weekend. And if you're a government employee... Uh, you're looking at a three-day weekend because of uh, MLK on the backside of this. That also means that if you're in the military, you're not going into work today either because the military awesome at providing four-day training holidays, including this one right here. Weather, I can't believe I'm saying this. This is the warmest it's going to be until next Wednesday, according to the weather voodoo practitioners, 35 degrees is going to be the high, a low of 5 with a minus sign in front of it. But tomorrow and Sunday and Monday, they continue to jigger and fuss over and manipulate and squeeze and torture and origami whatever data they're allowed to look at, and they change the numbers all the time. So tomorrow... That's Saturday. Yeah, a weekend day where you might be like, do I go outside and take a breath? The answer would be no, because there's a very light snow with a high of 7 degrees, a low of negative 7. Both of those numbers, I believe, are very close to freezing. I'm not sure what where that is on the scale. Sunday, 8 degrees with a low of negative 10. And then Monday, 4 degrees, 4 Interestingly, with a low of only negative three, that's weird. So for the next three days after today, we're in single digits. We hit 28, which is huge when you consider we were at four degrees the day before on Tuesday. Now, all of this changes, as you know. We'll keep informing you on Monday about what happened. But uh, as it looks right now, if you were going to do anything outside, today is your last best day to do it until sometime next week and then maybe thereafter um lots of stuff going on in the news and i would say that because of uh, the fact that we had a whole bunch of things take place both within the state within the country and globally which were huge can't talk about every single one of them today but we're going to get on to some we have some great guests coming up but you know we had the state of the state address by governor polis that is very, very interesting. We'll go over that. I've got the full text of that. We've got a little bit of sound of that. Some very interesting things there. Some very hypocritical, painful things there. And then, at the, of course, at the national level, all the talk of uh, the DeSantis campaign coming out of the most recent polling. I don't know if you've seen this, but in the most recent polling, and it's just polling, DeSantis is third in Iowa behind Haley. That, folks, is the end of his campaign, if that turns out to be true. There is no New Hampshire rebound. Uh, there's not going to be a South Carolina bounce for him. In fact, uh, even though I read somewhere that that there are only a really small percentage of all of the outstanding Republican votes for the primary get cast 
by South Carolina. Um, there's no victory. I mean, even, you know, Nevada is in there. There's no victory for Ron DeSantis. The problem that creates is he heads into March 5th, Super Tuesday, where like nearly every other vote worth getting is out there. It's something like two thirds or something get get voted. Uh, it's over, folks. So my guess is that by this time next week, we're talking about Ron DeSantis's campaign in the past tense. And that'll make it super interesting moving forward because that will leave only Nikki Haley and um, the yip dog Vivek Ramaswamy on the outside doing that yip, 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 yip. Um, until he gets somehow encouraged to, to leave the race. I don't know what that looks like. Maybe he'll just want to stay on long enough to say, hey, I outlasted DeSantis. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. But so much going on. Billy, when the weather turns like this, is there a temperature below which you're not allowed to do trivia? Um, No. No, because the beer is still cold and delicious. Uh, the only thing is, is um, the nice part is if you're standing outside, your beer doesn't warm up. That is the one positive. So, yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to do that Did one. you have it last night? No, did not last night. I did earlier oh, in the week. Yeah, it was good. And in fact, uh, our buddy Lou, who's not here today, it's a wonderful Mark Crowley, but uh, Lou helped me figure out a way to expand my music library. And I won't go any further huh. um, because there may be some legal implications. Um, so Was I'm just this not armpit music? Uh, no, it's, it, it's stuff that I need. Um, uh, one of the things that I've had a problem with is getting specific songs and being able to tailor things to some of the questions. And this Thank past you for not making it physical. <laughs> yeah, ex- this past week, I actually had a question about uh, what video game was finally conquered 40 years after its release. Now, you should have seen this on the, on the news. That video game was? Pong. Nope, Tetris. Yeah, little teenager. Mean, how do you conquer Tetris? Uh, there, there is unending. a final. No, no, there isn't. There's a final screen. He he reached it. It took forty what? years for someone to hit the final screen. Yeah, he he beat it. Nobody bumped the uh, the power no. cord. Yeah, no, absent- no, not at all. Turned off the TV. Yeah, or... not at all. And he's like, I think he's thirteen. Forty yeah. years. Yeah, he's thirteen years old, and it's been going forty years, and finally someone did. So that was one of the answers to the trivia question. I oh, was able on. to get he's the Tetris, the, he... um, the theme song for Tetris, and played that. That's what I needed. Yeah, but hang. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so just to be clear, a 13-year-old defeated it after yes. uh, a 40 years of people trying, yeah. or a 13-year-old started and now at 53 <laughs> No, no, it's a, the, the game was released 40 years ago. Nobody's beaten it, and this 13-year-old is the first person yeah. on the planet ever to do it. First person. Mm, so Jeff's going Jeff's yeah. to be intrigued slash disappointed that <laughs> yeah. he didn't know so, to do that. So that was kind of nice, and it was, I was able to. The thing that's really gotten me excited about the trivia is, I, again, I, I get a set fee. And so I, I don't go out and I don't buy extra songs and things because that cuts into the profits. So I, I, I don't spend money on that because um, that pays for the groceries and everything in the house. So yeah, it's, a nice, it's a nice arrangement. Um, so, so now you have the ability to yeah. get music yes. at a much discounted uh, rate. Yes, yes. And by discounted to zero. To, to zero. <laughs> yes, it well, is fantastic. A lot of yeah. – a lot of – a lot of this podcast, this yeah. portion of it, will be viewed as an exhibit at trial. So that'll <laughs> see, be I, I don't see the thing is that this is a, a legal way of doing it. It's just I'm not certain oh, that when sure. they yeah that when they did it legally, they had the idea that someone like me was going to download roughly 500 songs in the last 72 hours. So that's what I've been doing. Holy smokes! Yeah, leave it to Lou though. He's oh, yeah. crafty, oh, right? Like he just kind of minds his own business, comes along, makes people yeah. laugh, goes yep. back to his place, yeah. sits down in that chair, which is, I believe, the only chair we have in the building that can get you to a full hundred and eighty degrees. Yeah. But he's figured out a way to <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't know how he does it, but I don't he, either. he's Looks done dangerous. it. I think he's manip- He probably threw the same skills he used to figure out how yes. to get free music. Exactly. 
and then uh, he just goes along solving problems in yeah. people's lives. Oh, it's wonderful. It is. It, he solved this problem, and he also allowed me. There's a song I've been wanting to use as the first song of the night for trivia because it has a great setup and it has some breaks in it, and there are things that I can do with it. But again, I was Ooh, just being uh, cheap. Jeopardy? No, um, and it, the thing is, it's a great song because most people know it, but it's not um, top of mind. So when you hear it, you're like, oh, I know this song, but it is on, it's basically on a low B rotation on most classic rock stations where it pops up very infrequently, maybe once every 26, 27 hours. So it's not, it's not in a high rotation. So it's something that people know, but is really good. And uh, that song is Jane by Jefferson Starship. You know? I love that song. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's a great song. See, that's the thing is it's a great song, but it's not the Jefferson Starship that gets played all the time. It's lower. And oh, but, you, but you can get that off of Apple Music. I know, but I don't have an Apple I don't have an Apple thing, and I have to download and convert it to MP3s and other stuff. So I found a way to do it otherwise. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's kinda nice. Very interesting. Yeah. I do love that song, man. Oh, it's that, great. That's that's kind of their transition from the airplane to the starship. It is, is it right about yeah. that time? Yeah, it is. It's right about that time. Yeah. And the thing is, it starts with this really nice little electronic almost keyboard intro that's got kind of a nice setup. Kind of that little, you know, like like something's happening, like, you know, that's just it's a little light and airy and it's different. And then it hits with a nice guitar right in the beginning. And that guitar runs for about twenty seconds. And that's a wonderful opportunity to say, Hey, we're going to be playing trivia here in like 60 seconds. Your last chance to... And then it goes into the, the lyrics, and you got about a minute, minute 30, and then you've got that weird disco breakdown that's about seven seconds. They do another yeah, verse, right. yep, and then you hit the, the guitar solo. And the guitar solo yeah, runs the 45 seconds. Yeah, the really awesome. Yeah, that's, and it runs 45. That's the best part that kicks yeah. in. Yeah. So I can drop in over that solo, and I can read all the rules and kick off the game and get the first question started, and I still have 90 seconds after that to run that music into the first question. So that's great. It's perfect. Any chance that because we we've spent time talking about yeah. it and now my palate is wetted yeah. uh, that we somehow build that into bumper or post bumper? <laughs> I'll see music? if I can find it. I'll see if I can find it and see if we can do it. Yeah, I've got to remember that I can't. Play yeah, it over who, the I don't know who that singer is, but that dude has one of those distinctive voices that as soon as you hear the first word, you're like, oh, Jefferson Starship, Jefferson. Yep, exactly. Airplane. Who's that yep. guy? But yeah, but he's got that voice, kind of like uh, Steve Perry. Yep, exactly. From. Uh, from Journey. Yep. It, 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 one of those things, man, where yeah. there's Journey that doesn't have Steve Perry as the lead vocals, and then you have the real Journey, yeah. which is when he shows up, and all you just know as soon as you hear his voice. Oh, there's as soon just as you voices know. like that. Yeah. I had a, oh, as, oh I don't know if you bring up Steve Perry. I, I had a Steve Perry question this week, and I did. I played Separate Ways, but also O'Sherry. And you start off, and you do O'Sherry, and then transition to Separate Ways. So people will catch that. Yeah. So did that one. I. I have vivid memories of, uh, yeah. I can't remember what they called it, but it was like Battle of the Bands on Friday nights on MTV yeah. where they'd launch the videos, you know, and you'd have the oh, thing. Yeah. And I still yeah. remember Separate Ways with Journey, which by comparison to modern videos is ridiculous, right? Oh, because it's, it's them really. like <laughs> yeah. shuffling that next to a warehouse walking down, you know. Yeah, just random just shots. Sing, yeah, you know, there's, exactly. there, there's no story to no, it. It's just dudes playing music and yeah. singing and all that. Yes. But I still remember that in my brain. Like, yeah. that was yesterday in oh, some yeah. ways. But uh, the, the visuals are so kids, iconic. Man, and, we, it's, and it's weird with those, those, uh, those videos because you go into the 80s new wave and it gets really esoteric where it's like there's a shot of the band. There's someone holding an orange. Uh, there's a shot of a window. The band. And you're like, what, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And then there's the, the modern ones, and I don't watch a lot of uh, music videos. I yeah. don't even know if they make them anymore. Yeah, they do. But there, there was a period of time where there was there could be an entire video that had no singing or instruments at all. It was just the story of yeah. whatever was was going on. I mean, it's just weird how it's all morphed. And, oh, it really uh, has. And then the next time I see the MTV logo. It's when I'm watching Yellowstone. <laughs> you know what I mean, like they're they're out there producing all these things. I don't know. Now, in the world of videos, one of the reasons that Pat Benatar um, experienced a surge when MTV got on the air is she had been making videos for her songs before MTV launched, and MTV needed videos desperately, and they needed an American because most of the videos were being made in Europe, so they needed some American. Um, performers. So that's why Pat hmm. Benatar got a really nice boost from them early on. Joan Jett uh, also received some some love. Although they look very similar. Yes, they do. Sound. Now, ZZ but, Top. But dude, also, yeah. love is a battlefield. <laughs> it I mean, is. She, she yeah. would have survived and thrived just based off of little revelations yeah. like that. Yeah, she would have been. <laughs> and the, uh, the ZZ Top is very important in the history of MTV and music videos. Um, ZZ Top Having is the, some of the most attractive women I've ever seen yeah, in my youth. You, on you, talked, you talked about the story element. They are they're the first band to do a two part video where it's two different hmm. songs, but it is a connective. It's a connective story based on the Eliminator car, which again, super oh, smart yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, yep, that yep, car, yep. yeah, that car, they were restoring it. And at the time, back in the day, you're talking eighties, they had dropped somewhere around two hundred and fifty grand into the car restoring the Eliminator car. Once they put it into the video, yeah, that became a business tax deduction, and they got to write it off. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, hold on. So, yeah, ZZ Top not only did the first two-part video, but found a way to write off the cost of the limited Billy, car. Isn't that the brilliant. answer to the music thing? Other than lose freeway in legal yeah. way, of course, to do it. But isn't that it? You you write off your business. That's a business expense, Billy. I know, but that it's still taking money out of the pocket right now. And I it's, I, yeah, I will yeah. I would rather have the money now than writing it off in the taxes later. It's, Have you yeah. created a business entity to house all of your outside of Salem radio business stuff? No, no, no. No. Why not? No, just, just independent contractor stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could still do the ten ninety nine thing, but yeah. as an as an entity, as an LLC, for yeah. instance, like I've, this guy. <laughs> I've I've thought about it, but there are there are some requirements and some other things that I'm like, ah, I'm just not gonna jump through the hoops because it's not I, I don't get that much of an advantage out of it from what I've seen. So uh, that's uh, true. I think it really serves as a pass through if yeah. you're like a single entity kind of LLC, but yeah. it's a place to be able to house all of those business expenses. Yeah. Like my many gels and lotions. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, and all those, those scented candles. Yes. I, I've, I've got myself to the place where I'm thinking I can, if I start a YouTube channel, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's successful. Yeah. And I just film myself doing things I would be doing otherwise. Can I then write off every one of those things <laughs> as a business expense? Possibly. Because I mean, is there an end to how you can milk this system? Yeah, I've seen I know. people. I've seen people turn their love of luggage yeah. into huge, huge YouTube channels where they yeah. just... And I'm like, okay, well, what passion could I turn into a YouTube channel yeah. that, you know, people could see outside the yep. NC-17 rating? Yeah. And uh, I really don't... I don't know, man. I can't I've, tell you. I don't have a hobby. Like, I don't have a time in my life for yeah. hobbies. See, I I have an idea for a YouTube channel. And, of course, it is reptile-focused. But, yeah, I know. Surprise. Yeah, that's definitely surprising. Um, but the issue, oh. the issue being that it, there are some 
logistical problems with it. And I'm saying, I'm just, again, looking at, you know, I, I did Smokes run. your camera um, shy. What, no, what it is, I ran, I ran a basic P&L, you know, profit and loss. So the idea of how much, how much money am yeah. I going to have to put into it in order to see, you yeah, know, yeah, what's sure. the return going to look like. And the investment on the front end is yeah. higher than what I'm, it, what I want to do. It is, it's very labor and monetary infen- uh, intensive up front. And it will take a long ramp until those expenses drop down. And I, I don't like the graph. And so I'm not willing to burn that kind of money. If anybody found a, a bag of money or a backpack full of stuff and wants to do this, I'm happy to have you underwrite it. I but I, I'm not going to invest that really, kind of money. I'll say this. There. I think yeah. you could start cheap. You start with your phone. You just start yeah. making it. It's because well, it's your passion here's, here's and insight issue. that sells it, not Here, the quality you know, of the camera. Here's the issue. It's not the, it's not the camera and stuff. Um, the idea that I have would yeah. have to involve some travel. And that's that's the oh. hill, that's the hurdle is because it's not about it's not a matter of the idea. It's, I, I can't figure out how to execute this idea being at home. And that's please, the advantage most people have. Please tell yeah. me it's you and the snakes on vacation. You know what I mean? Um, like, it is. It is somewhat like that. It's not me. It's not me taking the snakes on vacation. <laughs> but there are. But it's plane. yeah, I know. But it's like, it's like going and there. It's a nice little process. And I think it would work for the community that I have in mind. I think it is well targeted. But the money monetary investment on the front end in order to get it rolling is just more than I'm comfortable with at this time. Uh, unless I want to start sleeping in the garage because my wife will be very mad that I've spent all the money and we can't feed each other. So that's Here's one um, from our friends. Oh, uh, yes. I still think Billy should have a YouTube channel to provide live commentary on soccer games for us ignorant Americans. <laughs> I thought about that. I actually goofed around with that a little bit this weekend, and I looked at the schedule to think about – could we do this? And I watched a couple of other watch-alongs over the weekend. That's another one. That is, it's much easier to execute. There are some things that make my weekend schedule complicated at this time, but that is another idea that is very, very. Um, it's self-contained. It's easy to execute at home. What I need is what. And in all honesty, I've taken this uh, suggestion literally, and I think you appreciate your texture. I really appreciate this. I'm looking for some graphics packages and things that I can bring onto the screen because I will need to be able to place lineups and I need to be able to talk about tactics. So I, that's what I'm looking at right now: is what is that kind of an investment and what does that look like based on computing power and what do I need? So I'm looking at that one. Um, because that that's what I need. I, there has to be something else going on where we're running through lineups, we run through ball possession. I have to have you know live statistics, things like that. And so that's going to take me a couple months to figure out. But maybe I, I like that idea. Honestly, a lot. The, yeah. the, the webs I've already got the name for you. You can have yeah. it for free. Just give oh, me good. some attribution. It's called uh, Balls and Snakes. I'm just right there. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. That's <laughs> you a good nailed one. it. I was I was actually there are times um, I was looking at the the name on the Snake Channel, looking at things like Snake Daddy. I'm like, no, no, that seems a little too porny. <laughs> That seems seems like I'm going to go into some sort of porn you, cover, some you, sort of ex- yeah, yeah, you Google that. Yes. You could be genuinely looking for your stuff, exactly. and you end up finding something exactly. different. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's not good. Yeah. So they're no, not biters, no. but they will spit. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> you have to oh, hold them dude. just right. This yeah. thing's going to happen. I've just I've got a certain yeah. um, I don't know yeah. feeling about this. At some point, when you go huge and you blow up yeah. because there's been some investment <laughs> no. in this thing, only just remember us leak. little people. Yeah, it's uh, the only ones going to blow. Up is with their gas leak. That's the only way that's going to happen. But the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the idea, and I, I watch, I've watched some Americans reacting to soccer videos too, because I'm trying to take the temperature of what that market looks like and what videos are hitting there. And so again, you know, what is what is that audience looking for? And I'm doing some stuff with watch alongs, and I, I really do appreciate the suggestion because uh, my vast majority of watch alongs, God, they suck. They're 
awful. They're <laughs> really, I agree. really bad. But that's oh. true of almost all sports. <laughs> that's right. True. Like, yeah. Somehow the yeah. people they are like, oh, you're a former player and you were good on the field. Let's put you on camera. Yeah. And the insight, we've talked about this before. Like, I'm a big fan of Tony Romo. What's his oh, name? Yeah. The, the former tight end, Greg. What's his name from yes. yeah. the Panthers? They, they give good insights. Yep. Yep. But most of these guys, I don't know. Man, yeah. It's like Dan Deerdorf was the worst. Growing oh, up, yeah. Dan Deerdorf had the most inane, obvious comments. Like, yes. he's going to want to get that helmet on before he gets in the <laughs> yeah, huddle. Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> you know, Thank they, you, Dan. If they get a first down here, they have a chance at scoring. <laughs> really? <laughs> They'll Gosh, get thanks. more downs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you've really yeah. got to get the football yeah. into a player's hands. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, you know, that's really funny you say that because, okay, there is a very acerbic, I think you'd like him a lot, a very acerbic yeah. former uh, soccer player named Craig Burley. He is fantastic on ESPN, and he took apart a player um, recently. You wouldn't know his name, uh, Mikhail Mogadric. It doesn't matter. Uh, he's a winger that is very fast but can't do much else. And during the analysis, Greg Burnley said, well, you know, Mudrick is faster than probably 99% of the players in the league. However, uh, this game is oddly focused around this small, round thing on the ground that has to eventually get into the back of the net. That's something he can't do. And I'm just like, ouch. <laughs> like, ow. I was like, that was really nice. That was a great job. Yeah. I think you could provide that kind of insight. Now, again, as far as I know, yeah. you're making things up. I mean, you could be completely making up everything because I know so little about soccer. You See? could be like... I don't know why these guys aren't just picking up the ball and running with it into the goal because see, they could. You know, see, and I'd be like, wow, you can do that? And that's the advantage with maybe doing this American soccer thing is because maybe the audience isn't as intelligent as. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> the people that will find it will definitely well, it, want it. You don't want mean it, intelligent, but... you mean informed. Yeah, that's exactly. Different. That's that is, totally that is different. true. That is, uh, that is true. But it is, I, there, I have this way of breaking down, and my son laughs at me because I talk through the games quite a lot but that's because when i play shocker. i talk <laughs> i know super shocker about me yeah that i talk a lot no no i just i just pick because i've done this with you in yeah. the booth people don't know that you've been like hey oh, yeah, come back this? here i want to show you this clip and i'll walk back yeah. there and then you'll talk through this now watch this dude right here and this yeah. guy right there and this guy's chewing gum but he's going to yes. start choking on it in the upper left moving. hand corner yeah. the other guy you know, like what? Yep, <laughs> I don't see any of that. It's craziness. Oh, it's and that's the thing is, it's is you have to learn to train your eye to not watch the ball. It's everything else happening around it. Everything within ten to fifteen yards of it tells you what's going to happen. It explains why oh, yeah. I was so poor in sports leading <laughs> up to this moment because I thought the ball was relevant. I yeah. know, <laughs> and in well, soccer sometimes it's totally irrelevant based on other look, things that are going on the field, which is great. In terms of uh, this weekend here, yeah. uh, any big plans? Because I had wanted to get up there to the um, National Western Stock Show, oh, take yeah. the boys. Trey goes back to CSU as your son goes back yes. this weekend. I think Trey's leaving on Sunday, even though he has Monday yeah. off, I think he has Monday off, so yeah. I think he's leaving Sunday. I think we're rolling Ma Monday, yeah. Yeah, Amanda goes back to D.C. on Sunday. Um. So it's just down to us, the, me and the boys, uh, nice. in terms of being able to go out and do crazy stuff. And I thought we would go to the National Western Stock Show, but I see those single-digit numbers, and I'm like, wait a minute, is it heated? Yeah. It's <laughs> only portions. Where keep the yeah. cattle and stuff? Only portions of it are heated, and it's going to be very cold. Yeah, we were thinking about that, too, and I'm not certain. With the, with the temperatures, we may bow out of that one. Um, I have a lot of radio this weekend. Oh, um, do you really? Yeah, I've got a lot of them. I've got a couple do of extra shifts, and... Um, I, I'm gonna I'm going to publicly shame myself. Um, again, my, yeah, again, it's uh, it's only the second time, third time this morning. The uh, uh, the boss over at the other job, 
uh, called me out because there are certain liners and things that I have been ignoring. And she was right. She absolutely slapped me on the wrist, and she should have, because it's easy to do, and I have it on the to-do list, but I keep leapfrogging other things over it, and that is my fault. I needed to put more of a priority on this, and I needed to make a priority, and she says, make this priority. This needs to be done ASAP. So I did roughly 350 liners yesterday, and I've still got another 300 to do. Yeah, not huh. a good thing. Yeah, I had, I, yeah, I, I, I had, I had neglected some things, and it's not, it's not a horrible thing. I only had about a hundred that were really impactful that needed to be done right now before I turned on the the microphone for the shifts this weekend. The others are just fill in stuff and things later on um, for other formats, so that's okay. Not as big of a hole as I thought. So lots of that, and I'm and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers that I'm gonna um, be part of a murder this weekend. I'm sorry. <laughs> Say again. I know. Got your you know we're still on the air. Yes, I know. <laughs> like no. if you're going to confess, <laughs> yeah. beforehand, uh, we we gave um uh, from uh, from a family we were given a how to host a murder party game, and oh, I had had one years ago and had done it with some friends, and it was very fun. This one's updated, much more, much more fun, much more put together. The storyline is much better. So I'm trying to arrange getting some of the family and other people over at the house, but so far. It's been like herding cats. It's been impossible. And so I don't know what's going to happen. I was, it, I was even thinking of possibly tonight, but it's going to be too, too cold. Now we're thinking maybe Sunday, but Sunday's going to be freezing, and we want to do it before Spencer goes back to school. That's kind of the goal. So. Oh, that does sound pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I even have I – mean, we had characters, and I've got half the family. We've already picked out characters, and then I've planned the, Are how you this gonna, thing goes. Are you going to hold on costumes? Are you guys going to do costumes? Um, I'm going to ask where? them to do costumes, but at least get into character. At least play this thing in. So uh, the whole idea is it's the 1960s, and we're in a museum, and someone has been murdered. And so I'm actually going to end up, oddly enough, I'll play the host, but I'm going to have to set everything up as far as Is all the stuff beforehand. Is it called Murder in the Orient Exhibit? <laughs> no. Because. <laughs> that would be a good and one. by the way, can you say Orient anymore? I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, sounding... I don't know. Yeah, without sounding bad about that. I don't... Speaking, yeah. speaking of the 60s, yeah. on this exact day in 1966, yeah. a show debuted. We're going to try to combine a couple of your strengths Ooh, here, nice. uh, but on the receiving end, in, in the trivia category, yeah. 1966, Ooh. this show debuted involving... Caesar Romero, Burt mm. Ward, and Adam West. Oh, that's Batman. Bam. It yeah. nailed it. Nailed it. Now that's, let's keep yeah. going. Because this is another strong suit of yours. 1969 Atlantic Records Ooh. releases the debut album of this gigante band. Giant. And, and I didn't mean to make it sound like it was a Spanish band. Gigante. I'm just saying it was. Uh, no, it was. It was just a giant band. A huge band. Huge band. Menudo. <laughs> no, it wasn't Manu- I'd see. I, w- I feel like now that Los I said Gigante, now you're like, oh, it must be yeah. a culture. No, it's I'd not say, like Los that. Uh, no, so 69? 69. Oh, they released not... the debut album. Yeah. The album was named after the band, so is, is it whatever Led that Ze- word is, is eponymous. Is it Led Zeppelin's original album? Boom. Yeah, there Dude, you nailed it. All right, hey. the last one. Okay. On this day in 2009, Ooh. the 2008 FIFA World Player of the Year was named in Zurich, which is, of course, the headquarters for yeah, FIFA. It where was all the bribes who? go. Um, 2009? Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to guess, just based on when it is, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Good Lord. Is you it? nailed that. Hey, there we go. Just based just on timeline. If you're going to play trivia with yeah. Billy, make sure he's on your team <laughs> so that you can get those free beers because, <laughs> no. yeah, I, you nailed it. Oh, thank Batman, you. Batman, Led Zeppelin, that. and Ronaldo. Yeah, I mean, there we go. 
<laughs> yeah, all that was pretty good. That was nice Thank work. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, there is, I actually read a liner the other day about music trivia. There's a, one of the affiliate stations has a thing where if you – it's a really neat – I'd love to see how they explore this. But they have a channel that's attached to their, their stream where if you go to your smart TV, it drops down and gives you information about the songs they're playing, like extra you know, bonus information. And I was like, that's great. And huh. they had this thing written. And so I kind of rewrote the little liner to say, hey, now you can even beat me at music trivia because I drop in a lot of music trivia you, during my d- shifts. They do something-ish yeah. like that for Amazon Prime. Like yes, when you're yes, watching a movie, you can click on the screen. Yes. And all of a sudden you get all this, when this scene was filmed, Jack oh, Nicholson like was drunk. Exactly. You know, or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> He's not wearing pants. That's why they shoot it waist up. You can't tell. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's important to know. I, yeah. I think we've found the human answer to AI. It's BT. <laughs> we can just... I'm definitely random and sometimes wrong. So, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but when you chime in with some of this stuff, just the idea that you get into the internet, think you're looking for yeah. one thing, and then all of a sudden you spend 30 minutes to an hour discovering the you know, the sex life oh, of the Titsy Fly or something like that. I did. Like, that. What that's is a, going that's on? That's how I got you, into man? the manta rays this past weekend, the giant manta rays, and, and looking at their biology because of how unique it is and so intelligent and how they have the ability to swim in ways that other um, you know, marine mammals don't and why their biology is so large. It doesn't make any sense. And also the idea of how they flap those wings and what oh, yeah, it actually yeah. does yeah. because they're they're shaped a certain way to create the eddy currents that then propel them forward inside of uh, the mm. yeah. now un- unlike skates and other rays though the giant manta rays have to keep swimming they can't stop they'll die if they stop so, is that what they say about sharks too like they have to have constant um, fresh water or some, some kind of water running only some only sharks some. there are some sharks that will sleep and even be found on the, the ones that eat you uh nurse sharks uh Nurse sharks will do that. Carpet sharks. Um, there are a few others that will sleep on the bottom. But, yeah, they don't all have to. But there no, are well, some of them. They've elevated those. Out. Now they're physician assistant <laughs> Yes, sharks they are. Physician because the nurse yes. thing didn't seem it cool didn't. enough. No, so no. They... <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I, uh, I was going to ask you, yeah. too, because we oh, end please. up jumping into all this political stuff. And every once in a while you get to chime in because there's a caller that tickles your fancy yeah. or whatever that part every of your so body often. is. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, when you're looking at uh, Iowa shaping yeah. up, and if you look at Drudge, it's got a big thing that says, hey, 96 oh, hours yeah. or less than 96 hours till Black Friday or Black Tuesday for, for Ron DeSantis. Um, man, how does this thing turn out? I, see, for me, Iowa is less important than New Hampshire. New Hampshire really? for me is the bellwether. And the reason why oh, – Iowa is a good temperature of what's happening there in the Midwest. Yeah. But – Traditionally, Iowa isn't really the kingmaker. It's New Hampshire. That's true. Yeah. Now that's true. I don't know that how many how many people know how many nominees, including yeah. Trump, have lost Iowa to go on and win the nomination. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, Trump lost to Ted Cruz. Yeah. Um, and Rubio was third. Yeah. And and there was a there was a time when uh God, who was it? I think it was Mitt Romney. When Mitt Romney was running, I think Santorum. Yeah won Iowa that year. Yes, you're right. Yeah, so uh, there is a history of Iowa doing their own thing, but I think it's a good temperature as far as what that electorate is saying. But New Hampshire is the one that I'm really paying attention to. Oddly enough, on the Democrat side of things, Iowa seems to be more important. Uh, the Iowans seem to pick the Democrat nominee, but again, it's not important this year. I just think that's an interesting uh, idea. No, no, because they killed off Iowa and New Hampshire. Exactly. So, because <laughs> Biden needed South Carolina yes. to become the nominee. Now yep. South Carolina is the end-all, be-all. Yeah. Now the it is. Right? Now it is. Here's the, here's the narrative, and I think that uh, Nikki Haley has a huge, huge hill to climb 
I think oh, yeah. I think Ron DeSantis's political career is probably over. Um, I think that during the next presidential uh, cycle, he will try to revive it. Um, but I have a feeling right now that the vast majority of Republicans have turned away from him. Don't think it's his time. Don't think that he is the alternative to Trump they originally thought he is, and some other things. That I also think right. that his interpersonal difficulties have hurt him. He can't do basic retail transactional politics. It, it's There's really hard for him. Honestly, Bill, you hit something yeah. there. There's something about that guy in his delivery on the presidential stage. I, I don't. I mean, he had a gigantic win in Florida. He's yeah. crushing it in Florida, but somehow on this stage. There's just a piece missing, and I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't either. And I, I saw a conversation with a focus group out of Iowa. One of the potential, one of the uh, potential Republican caucus members, uh, the comment they made about DeSantis was, and I quote, "He has a very punchable face." Oh my! <laughs> yeah, God. That, that's not going to win you any votes. That's, I mean, that that idea when that when that Republican person has that impression of you. That, that's going to hurt. So I think, yeah. you know, the other thing about that is and we all have it. It's just. Yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> we don't all we don't all wear it all the time, especially yeah. on a presidential campaign. But he's got resting bitch face. Yes, I he mean, does. if you look at that guy when he's being asked questions or the yeah. cameras panning around the stage, he looks a bit like a British bulldog. You know, yeah, the way does. his mouth turns down yeah. and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, just look more confident. I'm not looking for you to be giddy, happy, like, you know, not yeah. like that. Not like uh, Doug Dean or whatever oh, yeah, his yeah. name was after, but dude, you look so unhappy all the time. All you the know, time. with the downturned mouth. I'm just like, but buddy, show some energy, man. Yeah, and show, and show some confidence in that too, rather than just being so sour. The thing that this is what I want to see: um, Iowa, New Hampshire, and we've got a, a member of the RNC coming up later that's going to talk to us about the ground game and what's going on there. Uh, I want to see where Nikki Haley sits, and I think she's got Iowa and New Hampshire to make a dent in trump and if she doesn't she's done as well and this is the reason why is the narrative across the electorate is that nobody can beat trump the only way nikki haley can change that narrative is by beating trump so what if she can so she in either in one your mind she has to win has to if she does not it's over and the reason why is because nobody else in the in the vast majority of the electorate with the republicans believe anybody can beat trump once that happens, now you have a new narrative. But if she cannot beat him in Iowa and cannot beat him in New Hampshire, I don't think she can beat him in South Carolina. I just personally, I don't think so. Oh, I, she's not going to win, buddy. She's yeah. not going to win South I Carolina, don't think so at all. which is crazy because yeah, that's is, her home. It is really crazy, and I thought that's what she, and I think she was counting on that. But she needs either a surprise victory in Iowa or New Hampshire, or it's over, because otherwise the narrative continues that nobody on the Republican side of the aisle can beat Trump, and it's done. That's it. I... Uh... There, I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I'm not. I don't know if she has to win or she just has to continue to be that heel nipping second yeah. place that continues to close the gap. If she can just get, because I don't know how many states on March 5th are winner take all in terms yeah. of the electoral know. or not the electoral vote, the primary vote. But if she can just continue to hang around and keep the campaign going enough, going along enough to be a viable and believable alternative. Some of this is you're just waiting for things to develop, you know, what I yeah. mean? in the country. And hopefully they do before June or whatever the, the final end of all this stuff is. But it's definitely an uphill battle. I don't think it is mathematically or even uh, poll wise impossible. But if you said, George, you have one dollar to bet, I'd still bet it on Trump. There's oh, yeah. just no I way. I, I just don't think she's going to get it. I'm almost positive DeSantis is done a week from now. 
Yeah. Uh, no matter what, there's just no way to figure that out. Here's, here's something interesting. Uh, there was a bromide that I ran across in the last 24 hours that uh, this analyst said has completely flipped. And I went, oh, good Lord, they're right. Do you remember the bromide of um, with one party, they fall in love with a candidate and the other party falls in line? When we were growing up, it was that the Democrats fall in love with a candidate and the Republicans fall in line. This analyst, and I think they're right, says that oh, bromide is completely flipped. Said now huh. the Republicans have fallen in love while the Democrats fall in line. And their example was the previous presidential election cycle. And they went back to Biden never being anybody's first choice, but because he showed in the polling that he was the one person that could coalesce enough of a group of people to vote to unseat Trump, they chose him. And this analyst said, oddly enough, in the same scenario, the one person in the Republican field that smashes Biden is Nikki Haley. And the Republicans are not doing that. They're not coalescing oh, around the one person that is almost but guaranteed to be able to unseat Biden. They say with Trump, it can be a coin flip. But with Haley, you've got it, according to what they see yeah. in the numbers. And they say that's interesting because they said if you would have walked back to maybe the 80s and even early 90s, that probably the Republicans would fall in line in, against uh, with Haley. Oh, that's point. interesting. Yeah. I just thought that's that was a really interesting analysis that I don't know if they're I feel like they're I, right at that. But I, don't know. I also think but for one anomaly way back in our history yeah. that when you're the president of the United States and you lose an election, that's it. Yeah. There is no next chapter. I mean, you can say, well, what about Nixon when he was VP and then he lost in California afterwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the same thing. That's when not. you're the top of the ticket, when you demand and you lose, that's generally it. You ride off into the sunset and you become Jimmy Carter. Yeah. How many times would you think that after Mitt Romney lost, would you have run Mitt Romney in the next cycle? When McCain lost, you run McCain in the next cycle. I mean, that's a series of of those losses. And and you look at the the Democrats, and after Hillary lost, uh, she was was sitting there going, hey, I'm ready, I'm ready. The Democrats are like, no, 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 sit down. (laughs) Yeah, we're not not ready for you. We saw that last time. Sit down. We did that. The difference is because the narrative on the election became so toxic on the issue of how many people believed the outcome, that's the only thing that allows this guy to keep fighting. I mean, yeah, if he had legi- if people thought he legitimately lost that election, enough people, uh, I don't think we'd be talking about him again. Yeah. He, no matter how bad Biden is doing, we wouldn't be talking about him. But there are enough people out there who are convinced that he won the election, but it was stolen away from him by yet unproven allegations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that, that's the only reason this guy can keep going. It is. And, and part of the thing I think of the Republicans right now is think about – um, Lord of the Rings, okay, as an example. Um, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're, different, they're different groups and factions. And the Battle of the Five Armies. And I believe that Trump has coalesced a group that's about 35 40% of the Republican electorate. And unless somebody else can put together a series of armies to get above that, I don't think anybody else has shot. And I don't see... Vivek, I don't see Haley, I don't see DeSantis, none of them are going to be able to coalesce more than the base that Donald Trump has. And that's it. For me, if nothing happens, if Trump is the winner in Iowa and New Hampshire, this is over. Don't don't bother voting anywhere else yeah. in the primaries. Yeah, this is I, done. I, yeah. I think that's probably true. Uh, one other thing before we cut away, I, I had a chance to listen to a podcast. Again, this advisory opinion is one of these two really smart people. They broke down the hearing that uh, argument in front of the dc circuit court of appeals on the immunity thing that was being argued 
really yeah. insightful. I mean, much more than the media had had put out there. And so while we talked about things that were legitimate conversations that were had, and they were the you know most prolific ones yeah. reported. There's a lot more going on there, and it sounds like both sides left a lot to be desired in terms of the arguments. But at the end of the day, the conclusion was, look, if you put three judges in a position to have to make a pretty stark decision, one of which is uh, I'm about to rule that a president can order SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival with impunity short of impeachment, they're not going to do that one. They're yeah, going to go in a different direction. That. Yeah, you know? and and there was, and I texted you yesterday that I had this interesting thought about that, and maybe we could explore that later. That what that means if if this is Trump's argument, and what that means for the executive. It's again, it's the weird thoughts that bounce around in my head while I'm doing other stuff. So yeah, but we got to do, we got to step aside. Well, today. listen, we've screwed up the time again, but that's yes, okay because I, I mean we have no plan when we start talking. It's six oh three, and I like it that way. That's the just the way we get the rust kicked off and uh, get back into the swing of things. So let's. Get Get right to it. The best part of the 6 o'clock show, in fact, the only truly sponsored part of the 6 o'clock show, is the Thorpe Report. That's coming up, and then we'll do a little bit of the You Choose the News. Maybe a loser edition. I don't know what you've carved together. We'll have to stick around to find out. It's George Brockler, 710 KNUS. George Brockler back with you here, 710 KNUS. Get right to it. It's the sponsored Thorpe Report. Yes, it is. Thank you, sir. Yes, this is probably sponsored by Lord and Richards. You know, while you are freezing your took us off over the weekend, you should reflect on why you didn't visit Lord and Richards. Hey, I'm not sorry, Lord and Richards. No, it's it's Lair Fireplace and Patio. What am I doing? <laughs> We're the trying hell? to get a second. No, oh, you know what it was. I was moving to Lord and Richards spot here a second ago. So <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. That's okay. So okay, what again? Oh, yes. Oh, thank you, sir. Yes, just restart this again. Yes, we are proudly sponsored by Lair Fireplace and Patio. When you are freezing your us off this uh, weekend, uh, you should reflect on the fact that you did not visit Lair Fireplace and Patio, not Lord and Richards, but Lair Fireplace and Patio, in order to get the fireplace that would keep you warm and not have your little uh, dangly parts uh, freezing. And yeah, and they'll take care of you in the spring as well. And wow, this is embarrassing. Okay, we're going to ignore this. Uh, Governor Jared Polis verbally issued a disaster declaration Yesterday, after a bitterly cold temperatures are pushing through our state, Arctic air is going to come through Colorado. It's going to be the wind, not the snow, that is going to be dangerous. We're going to have wind chill factors of 20 to 30 degrees below zero. Uh, This type of storm typically hits Colorado one or two times a year. Friday is going to be our best conditions over the next five days today. Uh, It's going to get worse and worse until we're probably going to be around minus five degrees Sunday into Monday. Afternoon high expected to be 15 degrees. Uh, Three people were found dead at two locations in Parker in unincorporated Douglas County yesterday morning. Law enforcement said the three deaths are connected, but have not yet said how. Dispatch got a call from a resident around 9 o'clock in the morning. Body found at the top of Reuter Hess Incline. It's an unincorporated part of the county. That led them to another um, place around 10.15 in the morning for a welfare check at a home. And that's when they found the other dead bodies. So they're investigating, but they haven't told us anything else. Hey, man. Yeah, a man fatally stabbed by his son inside a Highlands ranch home, armed himself with a gun because he lived in fear of his son. That's according to an arrest affidavit. Yeah. Uh, Sean Gibson, 34, uh, he was found suffering from multiple gunshot wounds, was on the floor, taken to the hospital for treatment. They recovered a handgun two feet from Billy Gibson, found the magazine, was empty, multiple shell casings. Uh, They spoke with uh, Sean Gibson's mother and said that he had been diagnosed with schizophrenia in 2018 and was off his medication. And that's probably why that incident happened. Yep. Yep. This mental health stuff, I'm telling you. 
It is serious. Uh, deputies from three Colorado counties are searching for a man who hasn't been seen since the day his car slid off a highway earlier this month. It happened in Eagle County. Uh, Harry Tw- Henry Twitchell lives in Elgebel, was last seen in Carbondale on January 4th, around 6 in the evening. His car slid off Highway 13, 10 miles south of Meeker. Sheriff's office said they found the car, and they found one set of footprints going away from the car, and they haven't been able to locate him through extensive searches. Uh, people protested and rioted in Denver in 2020. We're familiar with that. Jax Feldman was just walking home and unprovoked was hit in the face by a uh, pepper ball from one of the DPD people. Uh, lost his left eye. Denver City Council is giving him $2.3 million for the lost eye. But he's only going to see half of it. Um, Fort Collins, oh, please. Oh, dear God. You just, <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, my <laughs> Sorry. Sweet Lord. Oh. I apologize for that one. Oh, Couldn't man. help it. Couldn't be helped. Uh, Fort Collins <laughs> police have arrested a juvenile in connection with multiple cases of arson this past fall. Suspect is facing multiple felony charges. And after a year of statewide fee on single-use plastic bags, Echo Cycle Recycling Center in Boulder estimates 1.5 billion fewer plastic bags are used in Colorado in 2023. You can decide if that is good or bad. That's all I've got, sir. Back to you. Man, that's fantastic, but that only leaves us with a little bit of time here. I want to cut away so we can come back and do the loser edition of You Can Say It Out Loud With Me. You choose the news. Let's stick around. George Brockler, 710 KNUS. George Brockler back with you here, 710 KNUS. Let's get right to it. It is the Friday edition, a special edition of You Choose the News with BTs. Yes, that's right, sir. It is time for us to play the loser edition of You Choose the News. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Loser! Let's go. Loser! You're a loser! The Losers Club. Bunch of losers. You're such a loser. You made me feel like a loser! She's a loser. You are such a loser. Loser. Yes, we are playing everybody's favorite fake radio news game show, Loser Edition. These are the stories that George felt didn't live up to his standards. (laughs) Uh, Earlier in the week, you were giving him a second shot at glory. Here they are. goodness. Yes, the headlines are the triumph of a government solution. Headline number two, obviously more of an Old Testament fan. Headline number three, don't follow your dreams if it's too hard. And headline number four, do they lack the technology or the science? Your choice, sir. I'm going to say technology. Yeah. Do they like the technology or the science? Well, now if you head to Dubai, uh, you can order specially made ice that comes to you all the way from Greenland. Yes. What? They, they have a, uh, a company that is taking ice from Greenland and then uh, exports it down to United Arab Emirates, who then turns around and exports it to Dubai and other places. There actually is a company in the UAE that specializes in glacial ice. And so they put the special glacial ice um, into the cocktail and tell you that it costs an extra $25. I guess that's how it works. Um, yeah, they're just saying the Arctic ice is sourced directly from natural it's glaciers. There. I know. I'm just like, you don't know how to freeze the water? I, what, no, what are we doing? It's very hard. Yes, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult in the desert to figure out. There were, the first time they showed up with ice cubes, they were like, oh, you are a wizard. Yeah, so I don't know. All righty. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't follow your dreams if it's too hard. Obviously more of an Old Testament fan or a triumph of a government solution. Don't follow your dreams if it's too hard. Yeah, if it's too hard, you really shouldn't do this. We are talking about a former Wayne State University student, David Lopez, 44 years old. He was in the physical education and kinesiology program. He wants to become a gym teacher, but now he is suing the university for a million dollars because he said he was discriminated against. Why? Well, David Lopez, uh, aspiring gym teacher, 
weighs over 400 pounds and has diabetes, hypertension, and asthma, meaning that he can't walk around and do gym teacher stuff, um, and, and he can't breathe very well, and so he has to have accommodations, uh, like sitting down and, and, and oddly not doing the PE kind of stuff, which oh, I don't know. I love that. I, yeah, I just kind of figured that if you wanted to be the PE teacher, I don't know. Maybe you should be able you to do the PE teacher stuff. You can't discriminate against somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with science. If you don't exactly. know science, it shouldn't keep you from being a scientist. <laughs> oh, no. Same thing with being a pilot. That, that's silly. And, that's, and a radio host. Exactly. You don't have to know how to no. do it to get the job. Not at all. Not at all. So, yeah, that's the part. Is, is The idea is, dude's 400 pounds. And I'm like, if you can't stand for the time that you watch the kids play the dodgeball, then no, you don't. Pick something and, else. And That's how okay. hollow are those words? Hey, dig it out, Timmy. You can do yeah, it. Run exactly. a little faster. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fact that he wants accommodations to his job as a gym teacher, I just... Uh, okay, people, this is, this is why we can't have nice things. Okay, nope. final story. Triumph of government solution, or obviously a more of an Old Testament fan. Old Testament. Obviously more of an Old Testament fan. We are traveling to High Point, North Carolina. Uh, we are meeting a brand new trainee for a McDonald's restaurant there. She's 44 years old, and she's having some problems with some of her new uh, employees. She is a management trainee. So she there's some employees there that are giving her some lip. They're talking back to her. So she calls her husband, uh, 57-year-old Dwayne Waden. No, no, Dwayne Waden is a pastor. So he's coming oh. down. Yeah, he came down uh, to help out his wife there at the McDonald's. And that is when he turned biblical. He decided to go Old Testament. <laughs> Evidently, he went Old Testament on him because he starts laying the smack down. He starts just bop, bop, bop the other, the other employees. Demon like, be yes, gone. He starts beating the snot out of them to the point where other employees had to restrain the pastor from trying to baptize one of the employees in the deep fat fryer. What? <laughs> Face first. <laughs> yes, that's in the police report. That's actually yes. right. Out I know. Of Old Testament, so I yes, so the pastor is way more of an Old Testament fan than anything else. So yeah, he he came in and just got biblical because like, all right, you want to see a curse and some pestilence, bitches? Yeah, that's what he did already. <laughs> I think I think I've caused enough damage. <laughs> that's it. And nice you choose work. the news. Back to you, sir. It's twenty seconds. All right, listen, uh, folks, stick around. We're going to be joined by Madison Gilbert from uh, the RNC. She's an RNC spokeswoman. She's going to make us smarter about all things going on right now. Stick around. George Brockler, 710 KNUS. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 